Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. Welcome to Shooting the Gap, ladies and gentlemen. What a week it was. Maybe not necessarily sports-wise, but just in general, especially the last couple days of the week. Um, here we are, alive and well. Alive and well, my friend, Brian Silva. How are you, not, sir? Not all of us are alive and well. No, we're not. Matter of fact, most of us are not well. We're just Some alive. of us are not alive. Yeah. Um... Let's let's give a let's give a shout out real quick to uh, Isaac Newton, a mutual friend of, of me and Ryan's, Lonnie Liley. Sorry, um, you were always a sweetheart. Big smile, big hugs, big attitude, big bad bitch, and I mean that in the nicest way. Bestest way I can mean that. Um, sorry, miss you been a long time um what a week what a week um what prince a week, is what dead. a week what a week what a week sorry he could have wrote that he probably did he was probably writing it something just it was this like follow-up to manic monday yeah. is what a week what a week because it would be like the rest friday of the night yeah it was like tired it was like tuesday through sunday like fucking this was an exhausting week can you imagine <laughs> him singing that song like how different it would have sounded I can tell you if it was a Prince song awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, much much better as far as the guitarists go um, amazing an amazing artist possibly the the best performer of all time uh, without full shock I mean, he was shocking, but it was musically inclined. Um, just being the guy that he was. He used to dance with the guitar while playing the guitar. While ripping the and guitar. dancing. Like, yeah. like in coordination with other mm. dancers. Yeah. Like he they would were... dance with them in, in... coordination. After while he, still playing the yeah, guitar. After he set the choreography, going, you guys do this, do this, do this, do that. I'll do it too. But I'm going to be playing the guitar. But I'm going to be fucking ripping I'm it up. Fucking Prince. <laughs> um, amazing. Uh, sad to hear. So, so sad to hear. I'm, I get to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. I, I didn't like Prince until I got a little bit older. Until my 20s hit and I understood music a little bit more. Um, sad, just, just, just amazing. I think, I think, and and I've, and I've thought for quite some time now, um, how great he was. I got to see him. I think it was two years ago at the Ogden Theater. Lucky. That was great. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. He put all. I can't that, even imagine that at the yeah, Ogden. I, I can't explain it to you. I can't. Like. But it was he's a, a lot stadium. of he's a, he's a stadium power. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, rock god. And get him in, a, <laughs> like, in a small venue. There's just holds. there's just some people that, like, you just never expect them to ever play. They will never play a small venue. Mm-hmm. And he was one of those people you would never think. He did four nights. Four nights there. Well, four shows in two nights. There was an afternoon show and a night show. The next day there was an afternoon show and a night show. 
Um, afternoon show? Well, afternoon starting at like five. Oh, okay. So evening to the night show. Okay. Yeah. Um. He he is. I've seen Dimebag. I've seen Dimebag Daryl live. I've seen Zach Wild live and close. Um, right next to him. Uh, I thought he wanted to kill me at one point. I've I've seen Metallica live. I've seen Kirk Hammett. Um. I haven't I haven't seen guys like Clapton. I haven't seen guys like Stevie Ray. Obviously, he died years ago. Haven't seen. You know, I never saw Randy Rose. I never saw a lot of the iconic guitar gods. But I saw Prince, and it was worth every penny. And I didn't pay a damn thing. So, was so able he to would, that. what he would but say is, had he paid, had I paid, I'd have been very happy about everything that I paid for. What what an amazing performer! What an amazing performer! The amount of respect that is poured out for Prince tops Bowie. It it really does. Um, everybody, has, you can make all that face that you want. Yeah, Doug. It's, I'm not dissing Bowie. I'm just saying. But what here, the let me put it to you like this: I have we have we have the serious radio in the car. I don't know if we can. I'm saying it. Serious radio. Serious radio. Serious radio. We got that in the in the car, and two of the stations were pretty much playing nonstop Prince. Bruce Springsteen didn't get on stage the and play a David weekend. Bowie song. The whole weekend. Alright, I'll give you that one. It, it's just uh, just shows when when you think about music and, and you're a fan, we're fans of music. We've seen a lot of shows. We've we've we we like our musicians. We're, we're, you and I are more arrogant about the musicians that we like. Absolutely. The respect that... Brian Adams. For Brian, shame. Brian Adams rules. Brian Adams is okay, too. Is that right? Yeah. But the, the respect that the musicians... <laughs> the musicians show, like the, the, the guys in the industry have poured out talking about Prince is amazing. Mm-hmm. Is amazing. They, they knew... What the fans kind of knew, kind of understood, and just to see the—I mean, if, would you expect Bruce Springsteen to ever play a Prince song? No. Would you expect Bono? Okay, I'd expect Bono to play a Prince song. Corey Taylor. Corey Taylor. Yeah. In Rain. Minnesota, <laughs> did an acoustic version of "Purple Rain." Just walked out and did. I'm it. not a huge Corey Taylor fan, but I well, would have never goes. expected yeah. him. Not 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 like that. Not not like that. No. Not at all. The the, the respect is is there. Um, we we've lost the best performer of our generation. The best performer is gone. David Bowie. Of a um, couple of people's generation, really. Yeah, he, he transcended yeah. everybody. Everybody. Been at it every since race. Seventy nine. Yeah. yeah. Every race. Every creed. Every man, woman, child. Everything. Everybody loved Prince. He's been performing. That shit's cray. Cray, cray. Toad's cray. Toad's cray. Amazing. Amazing. I, I urge you. I urge everybody to go YouTube 1985 American Music Awards and watch him do Purple Rain. And just 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 sit back and go, holy shit. This was when... This was 30 fucking years ago. Yeah. And this is how good he was. I mean, you just get better. But, I mean, that's his prime. But, holy shit. To, to be able to go at the same time while spinning around 
dropping to your knees, popping right back up. Which Doing is why he had deal. to have hip surgery. Um, he didn't have it. I know, that's because he's a Jehovah's Witness, or so, was a Jehovah's Witness. Well, he was supposedly converted sometimes around like 88 or 89 is what I Yeah, it was like the late 80s, yeah. That's what I understood. Someone in his band, right around the time he was recording uh, the Batman soundtrack, no, someone in his was, band brought it to him. No, it was a, another musician. I can't think of who it was. A musician in his band. And there was another musician. He, he employed musicians his whole career. Female musicians. That's something, the other thing, if you want to look at the other great thing about Prince, is the fact that he brought, I mean, the, the one, there's the ones you know about, but if you look at most of his, like, set, they are female musicians. The mm-hmm. guitarists, the occasionally bassist is, is a dude, is a dude yeah. but for the most part, like, his, his drummers are female drummers, his guitarist backup guitarist is a female mm-hmm. has female uh, many vocals. of his protégés if not all of them are his protégés I mean Absolutely. like he, he pretty much did so much for women in the music industry and not just kind of you know because Michael Jackson did kind of but he just basically brought you along if you were talented but Prince went out of his way to, to look for you up so who, was the one, who was the Great one? Great point, Ryan. Great who was point. the one that did the um, the Van Morrison cover with um, John Mellencamp? Yeah, Michelle Degato or Michelle Michelle Degato or whatever. Something we we know who we're talking about here. There's no in the name. She was she <laughs> came out of um, the Power Generation, didn't she? No. Wasn't she, she under was, Prince at one point? No, I thought she was part of. Who's, what's that? Digital Underground? No, 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 no. I just sounded white. Um, um, who's, the, who's the Tennessee, Tennessee? Tennessee, Lord, I really have been resist. Oh. I thought she was in that group. Cotton Eye Joe. Rednecks. Shut up. With an X. I can't Shut remember up. the damn See, name. See, I can sound whiter than you. Oh. Mr. Wendell. Um, yeah. Oh, um, uh, digital, not Digital Underground. See, yeah. you just did what yeah, I did. Yeah, did it too. Arrested Development. That's what it was. Arrested damn Development. It, Doug, how did you I thought she was. That? I thought she was from Arrested Development. That's what I thought. I thought she was part of that. Love that show. Um, it's a great band, That's... too. They're, they're reuniting to make more music. Right. From what I understand. Two things I want to say. Two things I want to say. And I'm not, I'm not blowing anything out of the water here. Um, when Eric Clapton was interviewed at one point, at one point he was interviewed, I think it was a Rolling Stone interview, and the, uh, the interviewer got cocky and said, cocky for Clapton, basically, and said, what's it like to be the best guitar player in the world? Eric Clapton said, I don't know, you have to ask Prince. That's amazing. That's fucking Considering respect. everyone says Clapton, like Hendrix yeah. said Clapton. That, that, well, first of all, before that, Clapton said Hendrix. So Clapton's always had an eye and mm-hmm. been paying attention. But Clapton's when he said, you know what? I'm pretty goddamn good. But Look at that. Look at that. When, when Eric Clapton says you're the best guitar player in the world, um, you just might be, might the, be best the best guitar best player in the world. Um, secondly, They've been they've been talking all all week. Well, since since it happened, on Sports Center, ESPN, Sporting News, um, all of the the uh, the media, internet 
stuff, all of that, talking about it. The Super Bowl show, when he did the halftime show. In the rain. In the rain. The producer called him before the show and said, I'm sorry to tell you this, but it's raining. And he asked Prince, you know, what, what, what can I do? You know what Prince said? Can you make it rain harder? <laughs> he played four guitars. Different guitars, all of them plugged in. I just watched it again. It's fucking awesome. It's pretty goddamn. I mean, like like I said, when we we've done the list on it already and I think He was my number. It one. was one for Gonzo two for me. So it was That's that's how good it was. It was a very legit fucking oh. that's that was a legit Twelve minutes mm-hmm. to be completely and, honest and if with you, you. That is it, a legit. 12 and you just minutes. watched it. He wasn't playing just Prince songs. No. He, he did what the Foo Fighters. Uh, um, did, did he do that? Some, that? The the one that that um the, that, that here goes my hero. No, no, no! Shut up! Damn it! I know which one you're talking. Arrested Development. It's, yeah, it's the the. <sighs> Someone did it the best. Was that the one? No. It's a really uplifting song by the Foo Fighters. I, <laughs> I remember saying, what you're talking you, about. Thank yes. you. We're brain farting the fuck out of it. All I'm saying is, like, when Prince Wynn did the the halftime show, he didn't promote himself. He did a show. He played other people's music and killed it. And then he does Purple Rain. And at the end of it, He's walking up the that slick stage that's wet as fuck, and he's should be slipping all over it. He doesn't miss a step, doesn't miss a step walking on that fucking stage, and he's got the whole crowd going. Yeah. At the end of it, hundred thousand people going on cue, doing doing his thing. That's a performer. That is the performer to get the whole audience right there, right there in your wheelhouse. Like to to promote to promote music to promote life to promote love, that's what that that's what that halftime show was. Amazing, amazing. Rest in peace, Prince. Fuck that shit. I I would have liked to have heard some more of your music. But thankfully, there's he a there's, in the studio, which means a vault. It's his house. There's there's a good there's a good thing that comes out of death, especially with a man like him. More death. We get to we get to we get to re re uh, re Quit stepping on my lines. <laughs> reinvestigate what the music he made was. We get to rediscover him. Yeah, it's it's all about that now. Like I didn't have to rediscover Glenn Fry. Neither did neither did Ryan. We just celebrated him. With Prince, we get to go find it. We're gonna go look him up. We're gonna go check him out. We're gonna see what we might have missed. And I'm telling you right now, from from what I've looked at for the last few days. Missed a lot, and I'm gonna hold it dear, near and dear to my heart for a long time, for a long fucking time. Rest in peace, friends. Manic Monday. Now that being said, there is a something happening in a couple days. Hold on, we gotta talk about China. We gotta talk about China right now. Yeah. Well, they own a lot of our debt, Gonzo, and I just don't know what we're gonna do against a country and also that has literally almost a third of the population of the world behind it. Also, that's where you went with that. Also, that's, communism. That's where you went. You know? Could have talked about like plates. You, you would go, you have rather I went plates as opposed been, to the country? It would have been better than 
Ooh, China, uh, obvious. You're, you're the smart guy here. Then can't go a different avenue. I'm smart, not cultured. That's true. painfully obvious. He's pretty. But like, China died. Um, that was disturbing. This is a sports show. I know. I know that it is. Uh, this dis- is a sports show. <clears throat> it's getting disturbing. I think because of her profession. To me, the That's final it. profession. The finest profession. The, the finest, oldest profession. The oldest profession. Ah. She did porno. <laughs> she did do that. For like three of three pornos. That's okay. We won't talk about that part of her profession because I don't think that's the part that may have killed her. That's what guys like Mick Foley didn't want to talk. Well, that's what WWE. He was nice, he was nice to his nice to his children, so he doesn't want. He's not going to run her name through the mud. I don't think you put anyway, and, and should we? I don't think you should, should because we? you know what? It's the WWE who kind of pushed her out the fucking door. So Which they kind of do me. that. They kind of do that in the WWE. It's been notorious. Mm-hmm. They did it a long time ago. Um, so you got WCW in the first place is because the WWE was kicking out wrestlers, forcing them out the door, basically, by trying to lock them into horrible contracts. With no money. And they were not going to do that. You know, they were like, no, I, I am worth a certain amount of money to this company. And Vince McMahon thought, no. So they went and started WCW. Which and is why your predictive text shouldn't change asshat to saying I'm an asset. Check your text. Um, um, but more to the point, China, and I want to say this um, earnestly, um, she broke a lot of ground um, in terms of females in wrestling. I mean, she was the name, if not really one of the first names uh, for women that weren't just arm candy for Ted DiBiase or whoever the fuck it was, or what was Macho Man, or or pimp was there a pimp daddy or something like that, um, or Big Daddy Pimp or whatever his name was, and his hoe. It was train. none of those names, but yeah. Who who's the guy with the hoe train? The Godfather. The Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> the Pimp Daddy. Jesus, I was like sitting there going, I don't think it was any of those. <laughs> it was the Godfather. But no, China was the, she was the first woman's inter, like, she won the Intercontinental Belt as, as a female. Unheard of nowadays. And yeah. Um, what, what she did initially was become an imposing presence. And then she, she kind of did the feminine thing and got some face work done, changed up everything a little bit, and became a different side of China. But she was, as far as um, the Attitude Era for WWF, in my opinion, goes, she was huge in that. She was very big in that. I was going to say, saved a lot of whales. Um, No, but it's the, I mean, she is definitely one of the WWF icons of the Attitude Absolutely. Era, for sure, without a doubt. Um, you think of Degeneration uh, X when you're when you're talking about Attitude Era. Degeneration X is like that's like the beginning of mm-hmm. the Attitude Era. Is Absolutely, Degeneration X. The, the suck it, the the, the little the X thrust to the pelvic area. Yes. 
the all of second, that. The yep. everything, everything about them is in your face. Mm-hmm. And um, was Triple H part of that or no? Yes. Was he? Yes. He was the leader, I guess. There's and, two and, he, and he was with, and he was with China for a long time. They were together. They were, and unfortunately, with what's gone on in the last, I guess, ten years of her life, Triple H was also one of the guys to vocally dispute her as being part of the. You know, the I kind of, <clears throat> I've I've hmm. talked. I think I've talked on this show, if not at least to Doug. About how I don't much care for how the WWE likes to pretend people don't exist. I can't stand it. It's like the NFL doesn't pretend OJ Simpson didn't rush for two thousand plus yards. Every time it comes like, up, they'll talk anytime about it, it yeah. comes up, they don't go. Now they'll leave out that part where he they rushed don't. to kill a white woman. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah. I mean, don't. That's bring not up, what the show's about. But that's not exactly. That's the thing is. That's not, that has nothing to do with this. That's separate things. You know, O.J. Simpson did something horrible. After. After his football. NFL career. And even, even, it's like, okay, but when he was running around in the NFL, he was good. He was one of the best. He was great. A great running back, okay? But... They don't ignore that he exists. It's not like he's wiped out from the right. record books. They don't not say his name just because his name is there. They will say O.J. Simpson. They will acknowledge that he played. Even football. this year, they they showed they showed pieces of. They don't know. They, they, they don't go overboard and they won't, no. They don't promote they're him. They're not. You're not going to no. see him out there like Eric Dickerson or anything no, no. like that when they talk about the two thousand yard club. I mean, they would rather show Terrell Davis and Eric Dickerson, you know. People not in jail. People, well, people not accused of brutally murdering two people. But they acknowledge he was, they acknowledge that he's there. Yeah. As opposed to the WWF, who... The contributions to the the sport, to the, the profile of the company even. I mean, look at it corporately. I mean the 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 fact and and I know they do it because when you look at the game, that friend of show Scott Johnson had a hand in making. They took out everything from the Rabbit Wolverine, Chris Benoit. That's a damn shame. Nothing, nothing, and he had some of the most epic matches. He was at WrestleMania. The, he was one of the best at wrestlers there was as far as just doing wrestling. He was amazing. A great technical wrestler. Technical if you want all the way. Some people may not understand like that there are guys who are better at the technical part of wrestling, that it's not just fake yeah, slaps those, to those the are chest. Those are like, you know it's fake, right? Yeah, I know it's fake. Did you know that Breaking Bad was fake? Okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Obviously, I know it's fake. <laughs> Just the technical part of it. Just it, being that good at what you do. Benoit was, was great, and he was he has been completely wiped away from it. He's been completely wiped away. And I think that's kind of... I'm, I'm, I don't even think... That is, in fact, fucked up. That is, in fact, very fucked up. That they ignore their... People that they kind of just disagree with or have disagreements with 
or they have issues. Hulk Hogan, Just they practically out. tried to, after his little, what, phone calls and all kinds of shit. Recorded conversations. Recorded conversations, yep. Yep. yeah. Um, and his little sex tape, like, after all that shit came out, they tried to, like, act like he didn't exist. It's like... They've done it. They, you can't act like the guy, like, they pull him from the website, his bio, and all this stuff. He's it's not like, going to be on the video guys, coming up. Yeah. He doesn't just stop existing. You can't pretend that people who built your company never yeah. fucking exist. Because he said the N-word, which I don't agree with. I didn't you like don't have to said. agree with it. No, but you have to admit that he built you, you yeah. fucking assholes. <clears throat> the reason you guys are popular to this extent, starts with Hulkamania, and China's getting dissed on it. I, I hope they, I hope they back off. She has to be inducted in the in the WWE Hall of Fame. If if not, there's no Hall of Fame in my opinion. It's she has to be. You cannot put any other female in there, and not have China. It's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. Haven't seen her pornos. Don't want to see her pornos. Don't care. Looked her to Playboy once. I'm good. I never need to look again. That's not why I liked China. <laughs> I liked China because she was a brute, because she could throw down, and she could get in the ring and do her thing. That's why China was cool. That's why China was cool. So we move past that. Get her in. Pay her some respect. Pay her some respect. But I do want to talk just a little bit. I do want to talk about what your opinion is about these former pro wrestlers dying kind of early. We talk about, people bring up in the news all the time about pro football players and CTE. People in the WWE universe, the pro wrestling universe, are sort of encouraged to continue wrestling injured. They are absolutely encouraged. And are actually, maybe not even encouraged would be the word, so much as threatened would be a better Forced. choice of from, words. From, from Contractually what obligated. What I've heard of other things is, is McMahon and, and his people have been very known to say, well, I'm not going to pay you for this event. They work from job to job. It's a job to job thing. So if they don't get an appearance at, a, at a, an event, whether it's WrestleMania or whether it's a Thursday night in Wichita, you know, either way, they they don't get paid if they don't go out. They they've been they've been pushed into that shit. I will I will say this. I know what you're going to. Um, Chris Benoit was the news, and for what most people said, it was a it was a roid rage thing. That wasn't roid rage. I've read up on it. I've looked it up. Roid rage is a thirty second. 45 second, maybe a minute long, freak the fuck out, punch a bunch of holes in walls, grab somebody next to you, throw them, do stuff like that. What Benoit did was a weekend long thing. And it was it was horrible and it was awful. It it, it he killed his wife and then he, and he wrestled with his kid all weekend. And he'd already he'd already given his kid steroids and Lots of other things, and then then he then he stuffed out his stuffed out his kid, and then he killed himself. That was a three day long thing. That's not roid rage. <clears throat> that 
absolutely speaks of brain um, damage, CTE, um, concussions, blows to the head, stuff like that. When you think about that's, the kind of wrestler he was, too, explosive. he was he was very much a put my body on the line kind of wrestler. He he didn't he didn't take a chair shot with his hand over his forehead like some guys do. He took that chair shot on full on. He jumped off the top rope with a headbutt. He went over ropes onto the concrete all the time. Some of those, if you go what if you go watch the old nitros, get the WWE channel, go watch the old nitros and these matches that he had with Malenko and with Dean Malenko and um, Eddie Guerrero, like they were just shuffled in to wrestle each other and just do shit like that. He he beat the fuck out of his head. And he lost his fucking mind. After we sort of had a scientific breakthrough, if you will, about head injuries, it's almost not shocking that it happened to a guy like... That breakthrough was head injuries are bad. Thank you, which Which needed to be scientifically evaluated. (laughs) But only, only... Kids are confused. Only in the two thousand Only in the twenty first century, Doug. That's when we decided that we should probably look into it. And and the person who looked into it I don't know if you know this. Well no, I know you do. Uh, CTE is you can't diagnose that when you're alive. CTE is only known after you die. They can only confirm CTE when you die. They, 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 can, can, do, they, can, do, they can do some scans that would say, we think you have CTE. We think your head's fucked up. Yeah. But and if you're in there already, you probably know your head's fucked up. I mean, they can do some brain scans to be like, okay, well, there's a lot of parts of your brain that ain't lit up. That's not good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same, in my opinion, as far as punch-drunk boxers and... and, and well, now we know that. Like that. Now, now, as, as we've learn more about this we learn that's, that's obviously not the case they're not just punchy they're brain damaged and yeah, it wasn't we've drunk. already known that that's what punch drunk was it's yeah people who were punchy we already knew it was yeah. brain damage obviously you get struck to the face by somebody well it's, like your, it's, your, it's and your brain's it's gonna fucking your brain's swelling against your skull and you know, causing equilibrium and yeah i mean it's case like, in case in point muhammad ali one of the most articulate men of all time um, put a microphone in front of him in his heyday, and he'll entertain the shit out of everybody there. That's why. That's why he was as amazing as he was. Not just because of his, you know, I, you can't knock me out in the ring. Just because I'm going to entertain you, and I'm going to be amazing. By the '80s, he wasn't. He wasn't. It slows you down. It's well, that's your before head up. he had the. Was he had some kind of muscular? Neuron Parkinson's. Parkinson's. It's yeah. a Parkinson's. That came on later, absolutely, and and I think that those two kind of like butted, lack of a good term yeah. here, butted the heads and <laughs> fought off of each other. It's um, better than what I was gonna say. I said he got it when he went back to the future. Asshole. <laughs> it would just fuck you up and just just get much worse. Um, that's that's my problem, and I've told you um, with the the anti-concussion thing going on now. Um, if you didn't know concussions were bad, you really an had a concussion. If you didn't know that multiple concussions were worse, you're an asshole. 
fuck off. It's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame how this started with the WWE and, and what they how they ignore people. I'll tell you what the shame is. Um, the shame is on the WWE because they don't just ignore people because they're bad. They ignore people who die. Yes. Um, because they feel because responsible. Because they know. Because they know they're responsible. Yeah. Yeah. That's the fucked up part. Yeah. Is because they know. Yet? Do we know yet? Don't know yet. Overdose. But <clears throat> um, they ignore people mm-hmm. that built their business, that made them great. It's, it's the NFL doesn't ignore. They ignore the living guys who are fucked up now. Not anymore. They I did. Mean, they did. Yes. They, but they have to not. They, they have to now. Yeah. But um, they they at least acknowledged guys when they would pass, and you would hear about it from every single game. The great so and so passed away today. Yeah. Like you may not even really fucking heard of him, but you know what? It was fucked up. If he was a pretty decent player for another for another organization, you'd hear about it. Yeah. Like the WWE pretends like oh shit. Don't say China, China died on Wednesday, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Wednesday and, and Pinch died that same day. And the next night, before I went to work, you were upstairs. I was I put on SmackDown. I just wanted to see a tribute. To Prince. They didn't say a word. They didn't say a word about her. And I'm wondering, is it because it is it pre-recorded? Because they're in um, Europe. It is, were, but... But not that recorded. Not a day. Like, they were in Europe. So, was it, like, recorded the day before? Is Rog, Rog going to do the right thing? If they were in with, Europe, with, with the time difference on that? Yeah. It, it might have been recorded beforehand, but I'm watching Monday night. I'm going to watch Monday Night Raw tomorrow. And they better... They had fucking better promote that woman. Give her the props that she deserves. If they don't, I am officially done watching that shit. Ridiculous. The way they did Owen Hart, the way they did Chris Benoit, Benoit I am... Balls. If they do it again, I'm done. I'm done. Fuck you, Vince McMahon. You deserve to die. I am already pretty close there. I don't think it takes ignoring China to want to say that I think Vince McMahon should die. No. But Vince should die. Along. I'll say it right now. I'm with Doug and, and Ryan. Die, Vince, die. But do the right fucking thing, dude. Before you do die. the right fucking thing. You prop that woman up in front of everybody to be whatever the fuck you wanted her to be. Sideshow, the, the ninth tub? wonder of the world, whatever it was that y'all said. Do her justice. Do her justice. She deserves it. Justice. Or I'm done. I don't watch it that much anyway, but but I, I will call Scott Johnson and tell him I'm done watching your program. And he'll be like, I've been done watching that program for 10 years. I'm watching this one, this one, this one, this one. Look at this, look at this, look at this. Like, Hashtag. Okay, I didn't want all that. Just, just I, I was that. just calling to tell you I'm not going to watch that one. Hashtag Chinese Lives Matter. <laughs> they don't matter. Oh. Uh, moving on. God, we talked. We didn't even talk about sports yet. That's awesome. <coughs> we talked about WWE. It's a sport, motherfuckers. I, I know it's fake, but go ahead and try it. Go ahead and try it. I know that 
I know that my friend Ryan here has been powerbombed onto a stage, onto a, onto a ring in front of a bunch of juggalos, so he knows what's going on. He knows what it's like to get whacked. Doug doesn't. I broke my I haven't done it yet. Oh. Doug a little bomb. Doug a little bomb. You ready for five times, Ryan? Do it. Okay, so we're going to do the five time here. Five time. Do you mind if I, or... Well, uh, you already said no, so you're done. Um, with all the speculation on the draft coming up. Speculation. Speculation. Which you didn't talk about, but... A bunch of people talking about what's going to happen on the draft here. We were, we were talking throughout the week, and then we finally came to it today. We're going to do the first overall draft picks by the Broncos, top five first overall draft picks by the Broncos. I am eagerly waiting your list, sir, so I want you to go first. Honorable mention, Louis Wright, Dennis Smith, DJ Williams, and Jay Cutler. You put Jay on there? Yep. On the honorable. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Um... Number five, Hall of Famer Floyd Little. Nice. Not much of a reach for the Denver Broncos. Um, is the sixth overall sixth pick? Sixth overall yeah. pick. Pretty pretty much projected to go to the Denver Broncos mm. in the first place. So not really a reach or anything, but when you pick a Hall of Famer. It works out. He changed the landscape of, of this football team. So. Absolutely. Um, number, fo- number four, uh, a guy that... Should be a Hall of Famer, and it's disgusting. Every year we talk about it, and he's not. Randy Gratishar should be. Can I say a Hall of Famer? Yeah. What can I say? Should be. <laughs> that is a great pick, fourteenth, um, and one of the best linebackers to ever play. Yeah, should be a Hall of Famer. Certainly the most overlooked linebacker, in my opinion. Probably yours, too. And if you haven't heard the show, you haven't heard the shows where we talk about it, look up the stats. <laughs> Just look them up. That's all I got to say. Just look them up, compare them to anybody in the Steelers. And then call me and tell me why those guys from the Steelers get to be in the Hall of Fame and he doesn't. Tell me what. Just explain it to me. That's all you got to do. <laughs> like I'm a six-year-old. Tell me like I'm a six-year-old. Number three. Um, these guys are... Obviously, everybody on this list is my favorites. But um, Absolutely. Number three, one of my favorites from the childhood, Steve Atwater. Um, a safety that... So close to Hall of Fame last year. So close. Bullshit. Uh, still needs oh, to get in before. Yes. Oh. Still needs to get in before Lynch. <laughs> still yes. needs to get in before Lynch. Lynch. I have a Sorry, feeling. Lynch. You can't. You can't put in the guy who says I modeled the way I tackle after Steve Atwater. You can't put him ahead of Steve Atwater. I have. I have a feeling if if Lynch gets in first, he's going to talk about Steve Atwater a lot during that. That induction speech. Well, that's what I think. All he did throughout his career is talk about how he wanted to be Steve Atwater. Mm. So I would not be shocked. Number two, 
And the reasons my number one and two is because of where they were picked. My number two is Vaughn Miller. Might be premature, but I'm saying Vaughn at number two. <laughs> like he always is, right? Huh? I don't know. Ask Jimmy. Um, but they could have fucked that up. Uh, number number uh, second overall pick is could have been Marcel Darius. We we could have really fucked that up with all the guys who, <laughs> yeah. who ended up that we were looking at. Um, Alden Smith, right? Wasn't he? Maybe. But Marcel Darius was the, the popular pick, the defensive tackle. For the, the yeah, and they were. That was the other one. I know they were. I feel like it was Alden Smith was the one they were looking at that year. Um, but we had definitely had about three guys that we were eyeing for sure because unless Cam Newton didn't get drafted. If, if we'd had a chance, I guarantee you we would have drafted Cam Newton. Um, yeah, they were going to dra- draft yeah. Cam Newton if he didn't get drafted. That was that was actually said by uh, 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 the, the, the coach. God damn it. Fox. Fox. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> that was actually said by Coach Fox. He said he would have drafted it <laughs> if he if he was there. He said he knew he wouldn't be there. So that was the three guys we were talking to because we knew he wouldn't. Cam was going there. Um, but proud of them for not fucking it up and taking the other guys. Could have been bad. Vaughn's worked out. Um, number one. Also Jesus. because of where he's taken. Al Wilson. A staple of <laughs> well, there you go. A staple of the Denver defense, meanest looking guy you'd ever see, but one of the nicest people you will ever meet. Um, he is scary as fuck. He's about every inch of six foot one, and every inch of it wide. Every inch of his 240. <laughs> he's yeah. fucking huge. Yeah. Mean, nasty looking. But he's quiet and he's nice. It was so cool. I used to run into him at the gas station all the time, Doug. Hmm. All the time he'd come in. Um, but he was chosen 31. That's a pick that... Um, 31st overall the year after we won the Super Bowl. That was That's a pick that you typically... That's a That's a pick you typically... Another kind of like, eh, that's kind of hit or miss territory at that point. That's it's a those are first round picks, especially are, for a middle linebacker pick. It, it could not be the same deal. Um, to have to have a guy who, if he didn't end his career shorter, <laughs> probably would have put up enough numbers to make a Hall of Fame bid. Um, you motherfucker! You you motherfucker! I want to tell this right now. We don't pick these together, okay? We don't, and rarely do we have. The same top five. Um, the only thing I'll say about our top five right now is it's arranged differently, but <laughs> we really have the same fucking top five. Nice. And I thought about this, dude. I thought about this. Uh, number five, Floyd Little, six overall, 1967 out of Syracuse. Uh, transcended the linebacker or the running back position for Denver Broncos. It was the first mainstream offensive guy we had. He, he brought the team up. He's, his number's retired. He's... He's the man. Uh, number four, Randy Granishar, uh 14th overall, 1974, Ohio State. Um, he already said what I wanted to say. Fuck. 
that guy deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. You're assholes if you don't think he is. Um, this is where it changed just a little bit. Number three, Al Wilson, 31st overall, um, 1999, um, out of Tennessee. I knew he'd be a good. I knew he'd be a good football player when we picked him. I, I watched him play. That was, I'm an SEC guy, and 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 I watched SEC football. He has a nose for the football. He gets to the ball. Al Wilson was great. Had his career not been cut short by injury, he would be the next Bronco waiting to get in the Hall of Fame that does that deserves it but doesn't get in. Uh, number two, Von Miller. Maybe I'm overreaching a little bit. <laughs> Fucker. Um, <laughs> but 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 how he's rolling, he's not he's, he's Hall of Fame. He's he's a Hall of Fame player. Um, uh, first ballot Hall of Fame player. Um, if he continues at the at the 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 way he's going in. Number one, Steve Atwater is my favorite fucking Bronco outside of John Elway. I love Steve fucking Atwater. 20th overall, 1989, out of Arkansas. Um, it's pronounced Arkansas. Amazing. Made amazing. me want to amazing. play a defensive position in football. The, he, he was the biggest safety in the game was the re, uh, when he was like, playing. When I wanted to play, was, when I was playing football, everybody's like, what do you want? Safety. He was bigger than Ronnie Lott. His shoulder pads were bigger than Ronnie Lott. That guy was huge. The hit. Go watch him knock out Christian Nicoya. Google it. It ain't hard to find. Um, we have the same five, but we arranged them differently. That's weird. Was Atwater part of the three amigos? You're going to get stabbed. N- no, I mean like the Denver Broncos three amigos. I'm like, going to slap you. See that hand? Mm-hmm. It's, it's coming for you. No, he wasn't part of the Three Amigos. Oh, he wasn't Save part these. of the Avengers either. Okay. Um, yeah, my number one, Steve Outer. And he, the funny part about this list was looking through it, the the glaring obvious guys to put on this list, in my opinion, were defensive guys, not offensive guys, not offensive dudes. It was it was different. Um, I like that you put Jay Cutler. Dennis Smith was my other honorable mention. Dennis Smith was a huge, great player for the Denver Broncos for a long time. Good list, sir. Good list. I give you props on that. I give you props on that. We're moving on. We're doing the top five Prince songs not sung by Avengers. Or Amigos. Doug's going first. <clears throat> okay. Um, I will be perfectly honest. Uh, when I heard Prince died, I went, ha, and shrugged. He also uh, went, oh, that's what Ryan was talking about. No, I knew. Maybe we should do that as a top five. <laughs> no, I knew he had died. My fault. Let me look at Facebook me. today. Maybe yeah. I should look at social media. No, Deb, Deb texted me um, that morning. But um, I'm obviously not as influenced by Prince. Uh, or at least I thought I wasn't. Uh, until I started putting together this list. You talk about kind of rediscovering him. And I will tell you that my songs may not be his best songs, but they have such sentimental value. Um, awesome. Awesome. That... There's not going to be hate on this list, because nobody no here is a... Uh, and, and, yeah. And Prince, uh, 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 nerd of any kind, right? I mean... No, I would never... I, I don't know Prince like I know... Hundreds of other bands. But, but I mean, nobody here is like a Prince snob, but no. we all can appreciate the fucking legacy that he has. Absolutely. What, what we are is music fans, and, and we know what's awesome. We know what's awesome. Prince. This is the thing that's not oh, Prince. Wait, wait for me. Wait for me. 
Oh, for fuck's oh, sake. Really? Really? Yeah. Alright. Actually, like tequila. You guys gotta go buy me a bottle of tequila in about 20 minutes. You've drank a lot of my beer, so it's okay. I have. <laughs> I have. <laughs> so I've had a few. Uh, ah. To Prince. Ah. Which, I by kill, the way, I kill not a lot of people know, know, but like that's his actual fucking birth name. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that's named nice. after his dad's stage name, I believe. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Is that correct? From yeah. what I understand. And that's tequila. This is water. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make the taste go away that much. Just makes it taste like water and tequila. It's smooth, man. Come on. Yeah, Cabo Wapo's on point. Yeah, I do not like tequila. Thank you, Sammy Hagar. Don't <laughs> die. We don't have five songs for you. Yeah, no, it's, we don't. We could do like a top two. We could do Van top Halen one. songs. <laughs> I can do that all day. We could do that. Solo Hagar. I don't have a mu- I don't have a bunch. Uh, honorable mentions: uh, Little Red Corvette and uh, 1999. Nice, nice. <clears throat> Number five, I knew you're gonna shoot on me for this one. Um, Why? I think we just talked about that. Raspberry Beret. What? There's nothing wrong. Fuck with that song. No, it's a great song. <laughs> Not only is it a great song, I actually came to find out about it more backwards. Is that uh, Warren Zevon did a cover of it, mm-hmm. which has a very weird homeless heroin person stalking a girl vibe to it. Um, Princess does not. Um, no, but Prince has also said, excuse me to break in, sure. um, he's, like, when he wrote Nothing Compares to You, it was more about the loss of a loved one as far as, like, um, uh, someone that you love and you want to fuck, like your girlfriend. Yeah. And Shane O'Connor's... A lot of his Shane O'Connor's about wanting to fuck was about people. the way she the way she did that song was about the loss of her mother. Yeah. And how sad it was to lose... Right. I loved one that you that you just don't get to see anymore. And he said it himself. He said, "I wrote the song, but Sinead discovered it." Yeah. So so that's 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 cool. That's cool. Um, so I, I kind of made the joke. Yes, lots of his songs were about losing pussy. Um, but he never lost pussy. He just pushed it away. <laughs> just or drowned in it. Yeah. Yes, but, uh, I got time for you in a second, honey. Uh, After I pull oh, my dick out my, of this girl, it's my fucking. <laughs> Um, the That's running, my honorable mention. I, I, I made the joke that, like, you know, without Prince's ra- ra- uh, Raspberry Beret, I would not have the Warren Zevon cover. Um, though, like I said, I mean, I, I knew the song before the Warren Zevon cover, uh, but rediscovering the original version um, with a different tone to it. Very different. Uh, yeah, radically different tone. Um, catchy as hell, though. I mean, God, the guy wrote hooks. Like, fucking ridiculous. His first track, I Wanna Be Your Lover. Like, that's... I could... I wanna be your lover! But that song just grabs you. Like, what's her name? Oh, his oh, name. Oh, Bart Dude. Okay. <laughs> or or is he? There were times. He did the androgynous thing, but he was... He was neck deep in pussy. <laughs> More than any of us were. Excellent. He could dress as effeminately as he wanted. Uh-huh. And He's still, still going have like having a tensum. <laughs> a tensum. <Game>, bitches. <laughs> yeah. And then he just flips. <laughs> we were actually talking about like who would like who would like we like to see like played like the Prince story and I was like 
Dave Chappelle. Like, there's no other... <laughs> no, you can't do that because I would just be laughing the I whole time. I couldn't take it seriously if he was, <laughs> if he was, was doing Chappelle. it the like, whole time. When I was seven, I had epilepsy, and I looked at my mother and said, these are good waffles, bitch. Um, you against the revolution. <laughs> Is it shirts versus blouses? Because what are you going to do? Shirts versus blouses? Don't give me shit, man. I know where you bought that shirt. It wasn't the men's department. <laughs> uh, wow. Number four. Uh, when doves cry. Not only... Obviously, probably the other song off of uh, the Purple Rain soundtrack that really hit. Um, the actual orchestration on that is really impressive. Um, he did it all by himself. You make it sound like he was six, but I know what you mean. Um, no, he wrote he did it. it all by himself. He did it all no, by himself. No, you made it sound like that. I made it <laughs> sound awesome. awesome. Um, you made it sound like he drew a shitty picture that you had to put on your refrigerator. <laughs> He's so good at that. Look, it's so good. It's not. It says okay. Prince, like the R's backwards, like Boys R Us. What's that? It's a pineapple. No, it's not, but I'll take that for it. Okay, cool, thanks. Um, kind of a weird uh, comparison by uh, Gonzo. I hope you understand when I, when I say this. Uh, reminds me a lot of Danny Elfman when he had started getting into... Wait for it. You're he was just, still an ongoing... pissing me off right now. He was still going to go Boingo, but he was starting to do all the work with uh, uh, Tim Burton and, like, looking at actual, like, orchestration and composition. Um, and I think that Purple Rain, uh, I know I said when Dove Scribe and Purple Rain the movie and, and the soundtrack, really was uh, a maturing of Prince as an artist. Do you know what I mean? Like, when he starts looking more at... It's, om- his, om- it's om- Almost it's, a classical... It's it's his Hotel California, it's his Master of Puppets. It's it's that record for him. I'll take that. That's when that's when it's he came his, to full. That's a good thing. That's it's when his he came to full circle. Joe, kind of. Yes. How many times can I Why can't he take anything great? He needs to be an asshole about it. Have you met me? Bag. Yeah, that's why I'm gonna meet your keyboard to your face pretty soon. Holy <laughs> shit! This um, Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> Cotton Eye, your Joe. That doesn't sound gay at all. Um, it sounds fucking faggoty, is what it sounds like. <laughs> Sorry. I'll let that one go Sorry, because guys. I kind of did. Because you don't want to fucking edit it. No, I get no, it. No, no, I, I, no, I, I kind of. Because I got kinda, too I, much to do tomorrow. I can't <laughs> take it to get this two seconds out of this. It's going to take way too long. You. Uh, number three. Jesus, you're only in your number three. Um, Party Man off the Batman soundtrack. Bingo. Um, I would say in terms of emotional resonance, like <laughs> one of the best songs on that soundtrack, and two, I mean, just they're destroying all the artwork, and it's just it's it's a phenomenal scene where he goes, Lawrence, music, and then you hear that beat drop in, and you just see. Jack Nicholson dancing around, and you know it's like, oh, it's l- nice to leave this one. That the Joker's like a Prince fan. Huge. Everyone's a Prince fan in Gotham. Um, yeah. Well, even I mean, the Joker. Well, you look at. Uh, Was he a Prince fan as Jack Napier? 
Or was it just after he got dumped into the chemical bed of sewage? I'm so stuck that you just said Jack Napier. Um, that's his name. Napier. Sorry, that's what I said. Now nah, you Frenched it up. That's another story. I've never French Frenched anything it, up in my life. If he Frenched it up, it would have been Except for eating pussy. He would have been like Napier. Yeah. Napier. 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 <laughs> Flick my nose that way. Number two, uh, kiss. Kiss. I can't hit it without being loud. See, friends could do it. Just do it. you could do it quiet. Oh, you'd be like crazy. Kiss. Um, I actually have a little dance that goes with this song. Uh, We're not gonna watch it. I promise you. Oh God, no. He's not gonna do it. Um, I'll kick his ass. Yeah, Ryan's gonna choke him. So no, no dancing by Doug. But I mean, like to the point where like. That's the emotional attachment I have to that song. So you, it has its own dance. It has its own dance. How many other songs do you like because of their own dance? That I do too. Besides dance. Macarena and Umbop. <laughs> well, obviously anything by the Cranberries. <laughs> Zombie um, doesn't have a dance. Oh, I'm sorry. Cotton Night Joe. Fuck, why did I think of that quicker? Who sings that stupid song? Cotton Eye Joe? Yes. The Rednecks with an X. I'm gonna find out. The Rednecks with an X. Then he's gonna kill you. Go to the next one. Number Your one. Your top fives take forever, you know that? Yeah, Half the show is guys... fives. Let's go. Number one. <laughs> Jesus. I played it earlier off air. Um, so that was relevant. So it wasn't good. <laughs> My actual favorite Prince song of all time is Pussy Control. Um, I remember when uh, my friend Rachel would play that at Paris and like, be like, Dah! and then like Pussy Control would start playing and I'd be like, alright. And you remember like how you never had Pussy Control? Oh, I had plenty of control in the pussy. Which one? A lot of them. You weren't around then. I shouldn't have been around for any of them. That's awful. That's not much of a weirdo. <laughs> you weren't around for when I was controlling that pussy. No, I wasn't. So how come you're not controlling pussy now? Most things I'm a neurotic mess. And this is new? No, it's not. No. No, but back then no. I was uh, covering up with alcohol, which added a certain roguish charm. So what's the alcohol doing now? It's not covering up anything. So what's it doing? What is this, an episode of Damn? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I want to know when you Let's have pussy control. I was a bit of a man whore for a while. Oh, you look at me now, but back then. Oh, it's okay. If I deluded you back then, I'd still be having the same face. Yeah, of disbelief. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so go on. What's up with pussy control? The end. It's like I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with this abuse. Next. Next. Abuse. My turn to be abused. Yay. <laughs> honorable mentions. Ah, fuck it. I don't want to do honorable mentions. <laughs> I got my list all over the place, so it's better I just keep it on track. Number five. Most beautiful girl in the world. Oh, because good I got song. so much good emotional attachment to that song. Is that Gonzo's your Gonzo song? <laughs> yeah. 
Because well, we sing it about you. The most beautiful. Nice. He doesn't. He doesn't want to be the most beautiful in the world. He just. It's an accident. It's okay, Duck. That's why I don't know. I'm just why I don't understand pussy control. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great song. It's fun. Watch it's... a wet pussy. I don't get it. Number four. Kiss. Because that's. That shit's like. That's Prince. Almost in a nutshell. Just, I mean, in a nutshell, the song itself yeah. is just the range throughout the whole song itself. It goes up and down. There's riffs. The beat kind of shifts a little mm-hmm. bit a handful of times, it's, but it's it, fucking on time every time. It focuses on the guitar. It focuses on the synth. It's It shows his many talents. Mm-hmm. Um, number three. Now, you want to talk about fuck songs? Cream. Fuck song. Oh, Cream. Good song. Is a fucking awesome fucking song, dude. That is a song song. that will get you and your lady ready to fuck in fucking two seconds. Because it starts off with him making really disgusting fuck for two seconds. In two seconds. Don't play it. I um, didn't. But, yeah, also a very much, check this out, this is what Prince does. It'll get your booty. He's got yeah. that yellow suit with, like, the, the assless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, dude, even I want to make out with Prince. Funny. But not like the In Living Color sketch. No, uh, no, much better. Much better. Who played him? David on Greer? Uh, no, that's... It was Damon Wayans. Was it... It had to be David Williams. Who did play him? Now you have to. Because he's like. Was it Jamie Foxx? It might have been Jamie, Jamie Foxx. Fox. That would make sense. That mm-hmm. makes a lot more sense. He he was he's, he's short. And he has the ability that. to totally be able to do that. He's I would all see about that. that. Mm-hmm. We're gonna look I it up. See that. We're gonna look it up. We'll tell it's you next week. Happen. We're gonna look it up. Uh, number two. Let's go crazy. Good song. Yeah. We're gathered here. I mean, to get through this thing we call life. That's that's like the earliest Prince song I can remember as a child, so I could totally go for that. My number one is Purple Rain, and that's because the most awesome thing about Purple Rain is it's meant to be played live. Oh, yeah. Like, the most incredible thing totally about... Jamie Foxx, by the way. Nice. Uh, the greatest thing about... About Purple Rain is the fact that you have to, he wrote it to play it live. He wrote it so he could like jam sesh yeah. in the middle or at the end of a fucking show. Like it was played, it was made to be played out. Mm. Like he sings the fucking verse and then just fucking rocks on for a fucking while. And that's why he broke Until he's I mean, done. Until and he's done, done rocking out. Like, and we're done. And then he goes, I'm out. But that's why I think Purple Rain is his, that's his best song. Not just because it's his iconic song, but because it's meant to be fucking, have, it's meant to show his talents and his ability. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I'm just going to piggyback some shit here. Uh, number five, Pussy Control. Because, Hello. Hello. Okay, so I've masturbated to two songs. 
It's just how it goes. One of, them was a, one of them was a Madonna song, and the other was a Prince song. You're just like, it was Cotton Eye mm-hmm. Joe by the Rednecks with an X. No. You could probably master That doesn't even give me a half But just just the way that, that Prince puts down shit, it touched you. Like, I'm not I'm not a homosexual. And you touched yourself. But... But, but he's fine. He'd suck his face. I would if he if Prince told me to make out with him. Who am I to say no? <laughs> who am I to say no? Number four, darling Nikki. Yeah, um, I was just about to say. I thought you were gonna say the two yeah. songs you masturbated to. One of them was darling Nikki. Darling Nikki. Um, I've looked for women dirty. like this my whole life. <laughs> might might be my problem with relationships for most of the time because I'm looking for the girl who's masturbating on the bench. To a magazine in a bus station. I'm looking for it. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. Darling Have you tried Nikki. not trying to find your match by masturbating on a bench at a bus station? <laughs> I'm not the one masturbating. She's the one masturbating. No, I'm saying, but you shouldn't do that to me. Never mind. Whatever Ryan pussy control, just go tame pussy. Enjoy go that. tame some strange. Number three, Party Man. Because <laughs> Party Man's an awesome fucking song. It's the, it's the best scene in Batman. That song is playing the whole time. Just very well done. The what you said about how he's treating the paintings and what's getting fucked up and what isn't. And I kind of like, like this one. It, ca- it starts to cap- it encapsulates a Joker, but I mean, like you you see. But then he sits at the end. He sits, and it's just like the music cuts, and he just starts talking. Does the flamethrower candle yeah. thing and <laughs> turns it to a different? It's like it's a fucking yeah. boombox, which yeah. is like. Okay. It's a boom um, box. It it's probably ran. Yeah, it's it ran like, on kerosene. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how it how it White should gas. That's just that I've I've listened to. But that. like I, I yeah. had that soundtrack. I'm sorry to interrupt. But I, I I had that soundtrack on cassette, and it's like you can't imagine the uh, Joker Smiles gas parade scene where he's like, oh, I'm gonna dump five million dollars on Gotham City and blah blah blah, without the song Trust. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And this Bad is the guy that didn't want to do a Prince list. And he's not more about it than we do. <laughs> not more about Batman. That's all his story. Fucking dick. Whatever. I mean, if Batman asked me to make out, who am I to say no? Batman or Bruce Wayne? Batman. Prince or Michael Jackson? <laughs> Ugh, like his kid? Didn't he name his kid Prince? No. Ugh. Yeah, he did. Prince or Michael Jackson? Which one do you want to touch you? <laughs> Show me on the dug. Who do you want to sleep Where over Prince with? or Michael Jackson touched you? Prince or Michael Jackson? If I, were to, I had to make out with one of them? In general. Oh. Um, in general, I would... Ooh. Probably go... Mm. I'm done with this. I'm not going to punch him in the face tonight. Number two, Purple Rain. It might be the best rock and roll song ever written. It might be. It's right up there. If, it's if right the up Eagles there. didn't write Hotel California. Yeah, and, and if, if Pink Floyd didn't, didn't do, you know, Pink everything Floyd. they did. <laughs> <laughs> if the Who didn't do what they did. Zeppelin. And if Zeppelin hadn't ripped off other black people's music, maybe it would have been a different thing. Uh, Purple Rain is a very good song. Um, I can't even, I can't find it. Just the version of it, just by itself right now. I've only found live versions of him doing it. And that makes that song so much better. Ryan Silva is correct. If that's if that song was written for him to just 
showcase what music can be, what his what his style and talent is. Purple Rain Live. I got to see it. It was amazing. Um, I love I love Purple Rain. Number one is Sevens. It's my favorite Prince song, dude. All seven, and we'll watch them fall. We stand in the way you love, and we will smoke them all. Beautiful, beautiful. Not a lot of guitar in it. Not not lead guitar stuff um, or rhythm stuff going on. But um, I've I've sung that song at karaoke. I will sing it again. I I love to sing that song. And honorable mentions would have been way too many, way way too many. And and I've I've been one who didn't care sometimes. I'll give you ten, but I would have had to give you like thirty different different versions of honorable mentions here. Um, Sevens is is my favorite Prince song. Every time it's on, I love it. I I, I look for it. It's not on YouTube. I can't find it on YouTube. I can't find it on YouTube. Go look it up on YouTube, and it's like this. Bollywood video of girls dancing and princes looking at them. That's what they think Prince is. is some rich dude in Saudi Arabia watching girls dance around. Which sounds great, but it's not as great as Prince. It's not as great as Prince. Not as great as Prince. Steve Austin or Stone Cold Steve Austin? Go. Huh? Steve Austin or Stone Cold Steve Austin? Uh, million dollar man, million dollar man, obviously. Totally. Gal Gadot. Dude, he fought Bigfoot. Who the fuck did Steve Austin fight? Uh, answer, the not The Undertaker. Big... Ooh, that's actually close to not Bigfoot. Yeah, pretty big. He's... Gal Gadot or the original Wonder Woman? Linda Carter. Linda Carter. Oh, I'd take Linda Carter all day long. Mm. All day long. Mm-hmm. Nice. But she's like 65 now. I'd probably still eat uh, her. She still looks good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's what? aged extremely well. You don't mm-hmm. want to eat pussy that's like 60 plus years old. It's like peeling a part of grilled cheese sandwich. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!